Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Unrelenting Pursuit podcast, where we invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, guys, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. We wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. Well, I mean, this uh, will be before they. A couple days Christmas. before. It's fine. Merry but Christmas. It is the season. We want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. It's crazy. This was our first full year mm-hmm. of doing the podcast. We had two yeah. full seasons of doing that. We're so grateful for those of you that have just reached out to us in so many ways and on social media and on your reviews and just encourage us through this year because I think it, it is always easier. I mean, even tonight, it's just like, I even yep. just told Brad, like, I just, <laughs> I just want to take a few weeks off. <laughs> We're recording a little late. So pour yourself some bone broth. Ew. That's what I have. No, I do not, not like coffee. You can't caffeinate this late. You can, if you're young. No, it's not good for you. If you're young or old, doesn't matter. Okay. Mr. Mr. Caffeine. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Brad's advice for the holidays. Don't That's caffeine it. too late or you will regret it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we are we are so grateful for each and every one of you. And we do want you guys to have a great uh, Merry Christmas. We talked last week. And if you haven't listened, go back and listen to, to it about the hope of the world. Mm-hmm. We want you to make sure that that is the focus of this season for you and for your family. But we do want to talk a little bit about giving today. It is the season where there is much giving, but (laughs) we want to talk about it in a little bit of a different way because we've kind of had this as being a topic we've been reading about in the Bible in the last, um, you know, probably three weeks or so we've been seeing little things. So we want to talk about giving, but giving what? Yeah. You, you got your nothing. No, you're, I didn't. You're just gonna blank out of me right there. You have a little black thing between your teeth, and I've been staring at it the whole time. The oh, bottom teeth. My word. Your First of all, teeth. we're not on video. <laughs> it's your now, you don't need teeth. to focus on. He literally can't focus until I remove it. So I was like just staring at that while she was talking. No. Oh. Um. I mean. You, this, the simple thing you wanted me to say was advice. Yes, that is what I wanted to say. How but. is it that you know that's what I want you to say? <laughs> Instead of it, you say, you have something between your teeth, it just, it and was like, I want to say something else. Uh, it was just like going crazy um, in my head. Anyway, no, it's advice, but... Um, I mean, it's coming from a different kind of... It's not kind just like... angle. Yeah, like biblical advice, yeah. I would say. That's I what mean, it is. I can't tell you, I mean, there's two sides of this coin because we have walked through with a lot of people giving a lot of different people advice in their marriage. From our experience, but from a biblical standpoint on on how God guided us. Wants us to to guided us with guided us. Yeah. It sounded like I said it wrong. But uh with not like I wasn't I didn't seek out when we went through any, any, all of our stuff, I didn't seek out any advice from anybody. I didn't uh, try to get a mentor. I didn't go to counseling. There's a lot of things I didn't do that. I tell people like, no, you, you need to do this. Um, but I didn't do it because I was, I'm stubborn. Yeah. I mean, I am. We always think I got this, I yeah. can do this or, or, um, you know, 
hey, I'm praying, I'm reading the Bible, so I'm fine, I can do this. Yeah, I think that we always want to think that we know best when we're in those situations. And so we really did. We did have amazing people around us, and I will say that, but we did not do so many of the things that we advise other people to to do because we know now, like, how much simpler it would have been if we had reached out in some of those places and how many resources are out there too. Oh, I know there's tons. And we take it very seriously. I just want to say the advice that we do give to people, we do take that very seriously. We we think of it as a very big responsibility because we know we are speaking into someone's legacy to their marriage and it's a really big deal. But I will say this, that, um, we have seen both sides of how people react to that. <laughs> so there are those people, and it is amazing and miraculous, and it makes it all worth it, that just they they completely are ready to be at a place where they want to receive what is being said to them and to implement it. Yeah, Like they are ready, even if they don't understand it, mm-hmm. which I think is key here, right? Because so many times people are like, well, that doesn't make sense to me, so I'm not going to do, do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. Or or they're just not willing. Like, they just literally do not want to put in the effort that it takes to do what I we're mean, talking about. I mean, it's because they're not at their breaking point. I mean, that's really that's what true. it is. Like, And that's what's awesome when you talk to, and you speak to a couple and it's before they're broken. And they're like, okay, you know, um, everyone we've always spoken to has said, okay, you know, I get, you know, understanding yeah. what you're saying. But implement it's a different whole a whole different ball game, and so I think that um it's I mean I know it's amazing to see couples take that advice, implement it, and then before they're broken. But a lot of people they'll take the advice, but that's it. Like yeah, they're listen, not receiving they it, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it's because they're not broken. So they're still like, well, I could still I don't know, you know, try this on my own. I could still whatever they think delusionally not saying we have all the answers but no and and we're not pointing towards that we're we're literally talking about this idea of advice and and we're in a world where we're inundated for with advice all the time and there is Mm -hmm. so many resources available to us all the time but that's just they're available to us but if we do not do something with them they're meaningless yeah you know and it's just like the bible right if you look at the bible on your shelf Mm-hmm. every day and you and you stare at it it, it does it have anything. any meaning in your life i mean no. really i mean you you look at it as yes that's the word of god but you never pick it up you never dig in you never truly let it like it says the bible is living and effective sharper than any double-edged sword penetrating as far i mean it literally judges the ideas and thoughts of the heart right but you're never willing to actually go through that process and let it change you then it's meaningless. Yeah. I mean, even people that don't um, follow God or, you know, that just live their own life, when they step into church, they usually act different. It's so true. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's the same thing. It's like, well, you could look at the Bible and you know what it is, but until you can you, recognize it as this holy thing. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I think so. This week we were reading in Hebrews and which, um, which I got to, I got to pause here real oh, quick. no not this. okay here's the deal our son our middle son is so into dad jokes that it's embarrassing i mean it really is like like we'll be together with people and he has like it's like he has this arsenal of dad jokes for any occasion and he can he can 
really have one at any moment. He'll just keep yeah. going. And you'll think he's going to be starting like a normal conversation. And then it's like, oh, Again. no, there's another dad joke. Mm-hmm. So he will tell you that, you know, where it says women can't can't make coffee. Right. He says, you know, in the Bible, it says that women, women can't. can't. Make, OK, yeah, I coffee. need to make the dad jokes. Correct. And then say. he's and then some were like, where? And he's like, in, in Hebrews. Hebrews. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, just had to say that. One real quick. <laughs> yeah, sometimes our kids like are total. <laughs> Not all of them. Sometimes they do totally act like Total we haven't seen children. anyone. <laughs> There's new people in our house. This is yes. what we, I want to talk so much and tell you all the jokes I know. <laughs> We're social. They go out all the time. But yeah, it was crazy. We had some friends over and it was like dad joke after like dad 20 joke. 20 dad jokes. Yeah, it it was, was just like, oh, okay, this is happening. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, we've been reading in Hebrews. In Hebrews. And I've always liked this verse. It's always been something that... Um, that for me, I take to heart because I don't want to, I want to grow in Christ. Right. And, and so this verse in Hebrews, I don't have it pulled up. Lisa has a picture of it. It's Hebrews five, um, 11 through 14. And it talks about how these people have become dull in hearing. So it says for though, by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you. Again, the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish Mm -hmm. good from evil. Yeah. So basically what it's saying is why, what he's saying is why am I having to teach you this over and over and over again? You've been here long enough. You've heard this before. You should be the one teaching Mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. So like to have those, you know, like in a, in a child form growing up from, you know, uh, what I was liquid, like I was going to say milk. (laughs) I was trying to figure out like from liquid (laughs) weaning, you're weaning a a baby. Yeah. Weaning a baby from liquid yeah. or milk <laughs> yeah. to solid foods. I, was, it was just the way I almost said, said non-solid foods. Like what is that? <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, and it talks about that in the Bible. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not just in Hebrews. That yeah. It, there's a couple of times yeah. that it's talked about, but that, so like, even when you were reading that thing again, like for me at what I do for a living, I have the opportunity to train a lot Um, to shoot a lot and if i went there um first like we're not teaching each other we're just going to like a training day but if i went there and every single time i went i had to learn the basics of marksmanship yeah that'd be a problem it's a huge problem or on the other hand if you never practiced right oh absolutely like learn this skill and then you're like i know this skill and i have it mastered and i'm done now yeah, there, there's, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't think, I mean, yes, you can get close to mastering skill, but mastering a skill means you do it over and over and over and right. you keep learning and you keep wanting to gain knowledge and you keep wanting to try whatever it is that'll make you better at it. And, I, and that's what it says in this last part of the verse is that you have powers of discernment trained by constant practice. By constant practice to distinguish good from evil. So this isn't something like you in any part of your life, right? Like I'm just ready 
for this next step. And I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm there and I'm, and now I can just be done. And I'm here at this next step. It's like, this is a constant. Yeah. Practice. It's, I mean, people, like I've heard it said hundreds of times, and I know we've probably said it on here, but you're only going to rise to the lowest level of your training. Um, and that's, that's just something you hear a lot, uh, in, in my world. And it's so true. Um, because we've seen it so often where a couple, um, they get what they need to get, like, you know, advice and they're going to church and they're doing all the things, but they're not, like constantly moving in that direction, if that it, makes it, sense. To like, me, it's almost like, you know, when someone takes ownership over over that constant mm-hmm. practice versus, you know, and, and people do this all the time in, in their Christian walk is I go to church and I listen to what someone else tells me about mm-hmm. God's word. And okay, I've heard that and I've listened to it, but you never go after it yourself. Right. Yeah, that's like, what it is. It's just regurgitating information without ever really making. And then it what happens yours. is you have the same problem over the cycle, and, over and, over. and it's over and over and over again because you're not practicing anything. Yeah, you're you're just getting fed, <laughs> like you're getting a shake, mm-hmm. and then you're going you about. You should be having a steak, okay? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry to all you vegans out there. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, getting a shake, you should have had a steak. That's good. I like it. I'll allow that. Thank you. You're welcome. Dad joke check. <laughs> no, but for real. It's true. I mean, it's, you have the liquids, right? And and it tastes good. And in that moment, that's all you can handle. Mm. But in the reality, there's a steak you could be having. It's a sanctification. Yeah. Um, this process of being made holy. It is. It really is. And it's it, it, it's sad, but it makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. Like, because, so, okay. I grew up. <laughs> I, I always love it. I love it when Brad does this. Let's, long wait, story short. Wait till he twirls the mustache, guys. Long, then I don't twirl it. It's handlebar. <laughs> I'm going handlebar okay. for people I haven't seen. It's, okay. So I can't twirl it. Anyway. Hey. You so, think you so, know somebody. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so, so sorry. <laughs> um, no, I get so I grew up uh, in church, and there was like definite. There was a ton of things my parents taught me. Of course, you know, like we had our rules and all that. But one of the big things that I always grew up knowing was like you don't cuss. I mean, there was a bunch of things you don't do, but one of the things is like you don't cuss, mm-hmm. right? Like that was that was how I grew up. I heard it all over the place, not at home. I went to public school. I know the homeschoolers listening could be like, ugh. <laughs> that no, explains so yeah, much. No wonder he bumbles over all his words. <laughs> For all you public so, schoolers, we just messed it with you. <laughs> so I went to public school, and so I heard it all over the place. I mean, you, you can't hide from, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. But I always knew, like, no, my parents taught me, like, no, you don't need to talk like that. It's not wholesome. It's, you know, all the things, right? Um, and so when we moved here, I would meet some people at church, um, and, uh, you know, I'd be talking to them and they would like fight not to say a cuss word and it floored me and not saying that. I mean, listen, we went, when we started going to church, like, you know, we were broken. Um, I was broken. I was not perfect by any means at all, but it did floor me. And I'm like, man, you know, but. Because, well, he because says we've he's lost a, you know, a level of they, holiness for, yeah, for yeah. even that. Well, but even it's like, oh, they, you know, 
they I I've hung around him like this dude seems like a Christian. These people seem like you know like whatever you know the quote unquote right. Um, and then you start really diving into it and it's like, well, you know what? I mean, when I was going through all my stuff and I was running back to God, like I dipped for years still, mm-hmm. right? Because that wasn't, it, and we've talked about this before in prior, prior episodes, but it was like, God's like, oh, we're working on all this other stuff. Like we'll get to that, mm-hmm. but that's not it important like right now. It was like the sanctification process. That and that's what I'm trying, trying to explain. Like that's what sanctification yeah. is. And so like, it maybe, you know, you know, cursing is, is a, a handle you have, you know, it's a habit, but there's a lot of other things and you're just coming to Christ and you're learning and you're, you should be learning. You should be reading. Mm-hmm. You should be growing. You know, growing. And then at a certain point, it'll be like, wow, you know what? Like, man, I shouldn't be doing that. Not just in church. I shouldn't be doing that at because all. Because if Christ abides in me, I want Yeah, to not be because hope. someone's telling me not to do it. And I think that that's part of this whole process where a lot of people don't, you know, they take advice, they take teachings, they read a verse, hear a verse, see a verse on a shirt, like, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, but they don't grow from there. They're not doing anything on their own. And so they are still just on milk instead Mm -hmm. of like growing and weaning and then getting deeper. And then it's, it's like, I mean, it's like I feel now against pornography or against any of the other stuff I used to do is I don't, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it disgusts you me. what is evil. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> and you know, when I was first coming back, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. I knew it was wrong, but that wasn't the case. But now it's like, no, like it's, it's horrible. You know, it's just, it, it, but it is a sanctification problem or not a problem. And it's a growth in you, sanctification. But you let, and, and number one, the growth process does not happen overnight. It is a, it is a never ending process. So I would just encourage that for somebody, yeah. someone who is at the beginning of that going like, well, I am a hot wreck over here. Like I'm <laughs> a hot wreck. Fine. We're not coming at it from that point. What we're mm-hmm. asking you to do is to recognize that growth though is meant to take place. So you cannot keep ingesting Mm-hmm. The the advice people are giving you or what God is telling you or his word or whatever that is, and then just taking it and discarding it. Yeah, and, and you'll, staying the same. You'll hear a lot, I think, especially now, and I <clears throat> this is because I listened to Mike Winger and we, we talked about him last week, but especially now I think you hear a lot more of of uh like come as you are. Mm-hmm. Um Jesus accepts accepts you just as you are. And that is a hundred percent true. Um, but he doesn't want you to stay there, mm-hmm. you know? And so you'll hear Thank a God lot of, a lot of places now, a lot of people you hear just say that mm-hmm. and that's it because it's more of like, Hey, you're accepted. Mm-hmm. You come here, you're accepted. And yes, that is true. But you know, it, five years down the road, if you're not doing anything, growing if you're not yeah, changing that, that's not for God's Christ best for your life. <laughs> then then it's all for not like you're not doing anything yeah. you know so i i think that's like just a a big deal that we've seen in so many couples this is the difference right between the couples that we see have a change in their marriage versus those that are on repeat cycle mm-hmm. 
over and over and over and over. And that is torture. Yeah. You know, when you, I, when you just feel like, and here we are again, mm-hmm. and here we are again, and here we are again. And it's like, things will never change if you never change. No, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. they, they will never change if you never change. And if you are there and you're that person going, well, if he never changes, it will never change. Mm-hmm. Or, well, if she never changes. No, I mean, we've said this so many times. Would be the change that you want to see, mm-hmm. right? So you have to begin implementing the things, the good advice, the wisdom. It is so out there. And you know what? God does tell us that if we ask for wisdom, he will give it to us. And you want to be in that constant practice of discernment. You want to be doing those things. But listening is only part of this. Yeah. Like you cannot just hear it and then move on with your life. No, I mean, there's things that I read now that, pop out to me and speak to me in the Bible and like questions that pop in my head that six years ago would not have popped Mm -hmm. in my head Mm -hmm. at all. Just because I'm growing, like I'm trying to grow. And mind you guys, like reading through the Bible is not easy. (laughs) No, it's not. So it's not like you go into the Bible and then like there are certain people that have this miraculous revelation Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden reading the Bible becomes easy. No, it is not easy. It is a book that you will never fully comprehend. <laughs> you know, this is something that you're constantly asking God to show you what he, who he is. First mm-hmm. of all, that's what our first goal is. Like, who is God? Who's his character? What does, what is, what does he have for, in this whole entire process? What does he look like? And then what do you want me to do about it? God, <laughs> your character's revealed. What do you want me to do about it? So I think it's, it's reading the Bible with the, with the idea that, you're going to continue to be disciplined in reading the whole truth. Yep. Even when it is difficult or even when you don't understand whole portions of it. And it's fine. Like there's so many resources out there. You can reach mm-hmm. out or just Google and look through the all Google, these all the things commentaries. That pop up. How many times but, are we reading our devotions in the morning? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, isn't this crazy? Or isn't that strange? Or I wonder why. I mean, we're back and forth all yeah. the time and we've, we've read this stuff before. Yeah. But I would, so <clears throat> it's it's easy to take advice. It's hard to implement it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's this past week. That's what we've felt. Yeah, both of us. Where um, you know you're trying to to give the best advice you can and the most honest advice you can, biblically um, backed because of you know, everything God did for us and what we've learned through our experiences. And then it just falls on, what did it say in Hebrews? Like dull of hearing yeah. or whatever. I mean, that's basically what it is. God, I've, please help me never I've be dull I've been of in situations and I've, it's been so hard. And Lisa has like elevate, like I, I guess like taking the reins in these situations because I'll just sit there and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to talk. I love everyone in this room. I don't want to talk to you right now. Like I'm done because (laughs) you just said the same story that you said two weeks ago. Like I can't take it. Like I'm just, and I would just sit there and I'd feel though, I'd feel like physically Drained. drained and tired. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm just trying to fight this and trying to fight. And Lisa's like, you were in a bad mood tonight. And I'm like, I'm trying not to be like, you know, but just, well, and, and on the other side of that, and I think that this is kind of what that goes to. And even what the verse talked about 
Yeah, yes. Some of you need to receive it and implement. And some of you guys, it's time to grow up and to be teachers. Yeah. So you need to stop (laughs) taking everything right? You need to stop being the person who's like, I need you to teach me the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over. You Mm. need to apply it and then you need to grow and you need to teach like that. That would be the goal, right? That you can begin to mentor other people. And this isn't about being perfectly qualified. This isn't about being perfect. This is about really, really being completely surrendered to Jesus and allowing him to use the brokenness in your life for his glory. But it, it's, it's time to take the next step. <laughs> uh, yeah, 100%. And I, it's hard. It's hard to do that. But also, it's like, it's like the mama bird, like, do they really push the little birds out of the yeah. nest to make them fly? Yeah. They really do. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm asking a question. Now you're making me question myself. I just seem so horrible, but, you know, like so hard. But that is, I mean, nature. But how hard. else will they fly? Exactly. So I mean, you know you're what? comfortable in the nest, hey. right? You want, do, <laughs> yeah. mama bird keeps bringing me food. You know what? I'm good. If you're supposed to be teaching out there, you better watch out. Someone's going to yeah. kick you out kick the nest. Kick you out the nest. <laughs> or you can consider this your kick out of the nest moment. Right? One of the like, biggest uh, growths I had in teaching, not uh, teaching this stuff and teaching stuff I did at work, was literally getting to an air, like to the training area one morning and we were all hosting it, and my good buddy, he like looks at me. He's like, "Hey, so and so's not here, so you're gonna teach this whole portion." <laughs> okay. And I was like, I, <laughs> he could tell I looked like super crazy, scared, you know, or nervous, not scared. And he's like, "You know it all, sink or swim." And that was it. Yeah, that was it. And That's it such was, good advice. and it oh was like God. I spun around, and I'm like. I do know it. I well, let me see if I could teach it. Yeah. And then, hey, everyone, gather around. Happening. Here we go. You know, <laughs> there's always that scary first step in doing what we're called to do yeah. to take that next step. I get nervous every time I talk to a couple. Yeah, and they need advice. Yeah, because I'm like, sometimes it's like what I'm about to say seems so stupid easy. Am I saying it right, or am I just? you know, blowing it off. Like, mm-hmm. oh, just do this, psh, whatever. But it's not. It's literally it's, Yeah, like, and it's not easy. That's the But thing, I get nervous when I start to, you know. But I think that is because we know so intimately the difference of implementing these things in your life and your marriage can make. So we take it so seriously. Like, it, it, it really does humble us when we look back at the process that God has taken us through. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we are honored in our sufferings to be able to comfort those who are in those same yeah. kind of places. Like that's, that's I our mean, passion. I was asked this week, I was asked, um, so when you went to counseling, you know, and I don't even remember the rest of the question because <laughs> I was like, mm, I didn't go to counseling. I didn't seek out, I didn't look for books. I didn't seek all that out when this was you fresh. you were really so like. Yeah. And so, but I told, I told the person, I was like, I'm not saying like I didn't do it. I'm telling you, you should do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I think counseling's great. I think there's a multitude of books out there. It wasn't until months, years into the process of us just getting our marriage like fully going, and me fully surrendering and fully um, my, you know, growing my walk with Christ 
that I found a book that was a men's ministry book and I dove into it. I, I like caught it on YouTube traveling and I called Lisa. I was like, I want to buy this book. And I bought it and I went through it. Amazon prime. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But I went through it, but, and that's what I'm saying. Like that book, that community behind that book helped me tremendously. Let me say this really quick for those of those wives that are listening right now. And you're like, what is this magic book that I can buy my husband for Christmas and he will become a changed man? Okay, listen Mm. to me right now. That's not the way this works. I'm not even going to have Brad say the name (laughs) of this book. And the reason why is because it would not have mattered if Brad had had that book two years earlier and I had said it on his Lisa could have slapped me in the face with it and I would have been like, whatever. Yeah, he he wouldn't have read. He had to be at that place where he was going to take that good advice and begin to implement it and change Mm. because he was fully invested in what God was going to do in his life versus me trying my best to make him become what I knew that God wanted him to be. So that would be my little, take that good advice. Okay, ladies, because I know there's somebody listening right now. I was yeah. just like, oh, this is the magic Tell me no. the book. Yes, yeah, so I'm just waiting. I'm going to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to be the solution. It really is this, what we've been talking about this whole time is. Yeah, it's an amazing resource and we'll talk about it, but it's not for tonight. Like it's mm-hmm. not for you to, you know, go out and you can, uh, what, DM us? Is sure. it still DM? Yeah, there you go, baby. I, is it? Yeah. You look at me like it's not. No, like I you're think like, it's sure, so, baby. I think it's mama. so cute when you use the social media <laughs> lingo. Because I, first of all, am not savvy in it, but it's so cute. When you just like, gave me the look that like our daughter gives me. <laughs> <laughs> I took my daughter out for breakfast, a quick one, because I needed to go get a present for Lisa. Mm. Yep. And uh, so... <laughs> We're in the truck with coffee and she said, I don't know. I said something. She looked at me all weird. I was like, what's up with that sus face? And she's like, ugh, dad. Do not. Do not. That can't be in your vocabulary. And I was like. Yes, again. Yeah. <laughs> like, How else can we embarrass you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think um, for this season, this season of giving, we're going to ask that you guys do a couple of things. If someone is giving you advice or you have been given the opportunity, Mm -hmm. or you have the opportunity to read God's word, or you've gone to church, or you're doing those things, to receive those things, but not just receive them, begin implementing them in your life. And for those of you who have now been in the nest for a long time, and Mama Bird has been bringing you the food, and it's time (laughs) to get kicked out of the nest, you might fall for a little bit. It's time to fly. I mean, hopefully <laughs> you'll flap, flap them wings. <laughs> but really, it's time. Like if you, it, it's time for you to step out and to be the teacher, right? You want to eat the steak, not the shake. Okay, <laughs> you got to do those things. Yes, I keep saying it because God has something better for you than just ha- regurgitating information that you have been hearing. He really does want you to be personally invested in a relationship yeah, with Him. One hundred percent. It's so comfortable to just get the advice and then feel good for 30 minutes yeah. and then go back. But to it's your never life. a solution. No, absolutely not. So yeah, I, I challenge you guys to do that and also have an awesome Christmas, be around family. Remember the, um, the true reason for this season. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Merry Christmas. All right. You ready? I'll edit all this out. Just okay. 
to the end. Thanks so much for listening to Unrelenting Pursuit Podcast. We just invite you guys to subscribe and leave us a five-star review as that really helps us. Also, if you have a question for us, we invite you guys to DM us on social media or you can email us. Have a great day.